All right, we're joined this morning by Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey Original Podcast in the Huddle with Jason Lockenfora and Carl Dukes, covering the entire NFL and the Super Bowl. Baldy, great to be with you. Thanks for finding some time with us, brother. Hey, my pleasure, Joe. Always, uh, always good to join with you. You know, we we started back in August, Joe, and you know we've been sort of pretty much in touch since then, and here we are at the finish line. So. Good time of the year. You know, Baldy, you're the first to tell me. I remember the Eagles came for a little practice and yeah. and a preseason game against the Dolphins, and you said, "Hey, man, they got a really good offense line. This team's really good. It's going to have a chance." And and here they are, looking like the most complete team we've seen in a long time in the NFL. Well, I think so too. And you know, from that time in August, Joe, when they the Eagles were scrimmaging down there, uh, you know, at the Dolphins facility. Um, we had uh, – they made some acquisitions. I mean, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson was the guy they traded for during the season. They added Linval Joseph and Dominican Sue to kind of beef up the defense line. They dressed 10 defense linemen, Joe, wow. against the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game, and they all played. All 10 played. Like, you know, not many teams are dressing no. 10 defense linemen and rotating them through, and it, that was really the difference in the game. You know, the plays that the line made and how they got to – the two quarterbacks knocking them both out. Um, Jalen Hurts, what, what a great story. One of the best stories in football, kind of before. Talked about, all right, we're going to find out if he's the guy or not, and, and here he has. He's just had a great season and going to be a finalist for the MVP. What are your thoughts on what he's been able to do? Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm around Jalen a little bit. I got to know him. Um, we all work out at, you know, this one guy's house uh, on the team, and so I see him and his girlfriend from time to time, but he's just a – what you see on TV, Joe, in these, in these interviews is exactly who he is. And, you know, the players really admire him because of the work that he puts into it, how serious he is about the whole craft. Everything that he says is like, uh, you know, it's all about team first. He never puts himself out there, ever. And, but he'll take the heat when things don't go well and he doesn't play well. And so he's, uh, he's he, you know, he's a very mature 24-year-old kid. And I think he's got a lot more improvement to go. I don't think this is a finished product at all. Brian, I know you've uh, been around another member of uh, the Eagles, and that's Vic Fangio, who, when he finishes with the Eagles, will be the defensive coordinator for the Miami Dolphins. What are your thoughts on uh, what the Dolphins are getting as a defensive coordinator? Uh, Vic is a proven coordinator, Joe. Uh, He's been around the league um, in two different stops. As a defense coordinator, they led the league in takeaways. So you're going to get – you're going to get a lot more at bats for the offense when Vic is uh, running it. Uh, he has a, you know, he was. I think he was in Denver when they drafted Bradley Chubb, uh, and you know, I didn't think Chubb did much as a Dolphin. But you know, talking to Khalil Mack and guys that have played for him, uh, Von Miller, what he said, what they tell me is that uh, he, he can really confuse the offense at times, but it's really simple for the players, and so he's just a real good, you know, player of chess moving his pieces around, but yet not overcomplicating things for the players where they're where spending their time thinking. And I just think, you know, when you look at Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb and, uh, you know, Javon Holland and some of the young guys that are there, like I think Vic has a chance to get the most out of those players. Hey, uh, speaking of Denver a little bit there, what's your take on uh, the Russell Wilson, Sean Payton relationship? How's that going to go? Well, if Sean Payton, I mean, Sean Payton, I think, is a master. I think he's, uh, you know, his play design, play calling, 
Uh, the way that he attacks defenses, it's pretty unique. Nobody else really does it quite like he does. I mean, if Russell Wilson can't bounce back under Sean Payton, then the Broncos are in a world of trouble and kind of got to start over at that position. And so uh, we'll give we'll give Russell a pass for, you know, the dysfunction that uh, the offense was this year and how he played. But uh, I watched Sean Payton up close. He was in Philadelphia, Joe. He started his career in Philadelphia, um, you know, before he went to the Giants at Dallas and then to New Orleans. And uh, he's he's – He's unique. He's he's a very very good coach, very good offensive uh, play caller and play, and really head coach. He's a good head coach, and so if Russell Wilson can't make this work, then yeah. there's there's a lot of problems with Russell. Boy, I'm with you on that. By the way, I got to tell you, just stepping back for a sec, Baldy's breakdowns with that offensive line, what they did to San Francisco, Nick Bosa and everybody else, uh, starting with Kelsey and working your way out to. Both sides at tackles. Uh, incredible work. It was fun just to see. You know, you watch a game, you don't realize it. You see the holes, but you don't always catch it till you break it down. But, man, where do you rank this starting five, this offensive line for the Eagles? Uh, they're, they're the best in the league right now, Joe. I mean, you know, you, you know, there's always the Hogs in Washington. You go back some teams in Dallas with Larry Allen and Mark Stepnoski and, yeah, you know, one. Kevin yeah. Gogan. I mean, you can – you know, you can look at some of the great lines that we have seen over the course of history. But, I mean, presently right now, they're the best in the league. Uh, they just have an unbelievable combination. they got two extremely athletic uh, tackles in Lane Johnson, Jordan Malata. Uh, you know, the two guards are just beast in Isaac Sayamalo and Landon Dickerson. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, Jason Kelsey, he's always threatening retiring. He thought about it the last three years. Then he goes out in the field, and he's the best center in football. <laughs> and he can run as well as any linebacker in the league. And he's knocking guys to the dirt here, Joe. Like, he's pancaking people at 290 pounds. And uh, he's just the heart and soul of the whole team. Uh, and you talk to defense coordinators around the league. You talk to guys in New York and Dallas. Guys have to go up and face him twice a year. They'll tell you that he's the best center in football. And he's almost impossible to fool when it comes to just protections. He's all, and In fact, even if you look at – San Francisco, he almost always went to the same side that Nick Bosa was at. Like, so that, you know, if he wanted to come inside, well, he was going to have to go through Kelsey to get right. there. Uh, he's just, you know, he's just uh, the, the intelligence, the, the, the wisdom, you know, the ability, it's still all there. Hey, got to ask you about a couple of quarterbacks, including the one just retired down here in Miami. Surprised to see Tom Brady so quickly after the season say, I'm done and I'm done for real this time. I, I believe what he said, Joe. I don't think there's, uh, you know, uh, another comeback in him. Uh, you know, he, he was horrible in his last game against uh, Dallas in a playoff game. Uh, he was not good against Cincinnati late in the season. I think, you know, some of these guys, they just realized that they can't perform at the standard that they set, which was, you know, extremely high. And so I think he was, I think he realized that. And even if you surrounded him with great talent and, you know, you know, good team and coach and all that. I think he realizes that uh, he's just not the same player, and he just doesn't want to go out there and play like we saw him play in that playoff loss to, uh, you know, to Dallas. So uh, I got to ask you, when, when you finish up with the Super Bowl stuff, you want to come back here? I was thinking about booking a four days of darkness isolation retreat <laughs> to figure yeah. out myself yeah. and and help me make some yeah. decisions, usually in relationships, by the way. 
and uh, wondering if you might want to join me. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, it's funny, Joe, because I booked a cave in Belize, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit in there. I'm going to have a little slit that you can drop my food in, yeah, uh, you know, right. some black beans, some bananas, yeah. maybe some fresh fish. But that's it. That's the only human contact I want. Because I really want to get my mind right for my <laughs> big decisions in life, Joe. You're yeah. you're a bad man, Baldy. You're a yeah. hey. What what are your thoughts on the always giving Aaron Rodgers when it comes to? So I I think he's in for fifty eight million somewhere because that's what he's yeah. going to make. I don't think he's going anywhere. But what are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers? Well, I think you know the money will talk, and you know he'll say it wasn't isn't about the money. Um, you know, I think he's probably going to contemplate. Um, I don't think there's any question he's going to play. I think it's a question of where he wants to play, you know, and where he can fit in best uh, to have, you know, one more run at, you know, a title. So I don't know if that's the Jets or Las Vegas. I mean, I don't know, you know, what it is. Uh, you know, you've got Devontae Adams kind of pulling for him there in Las Vegas. That looks like it makes some sense. But, you know, I don't know if him and Josh McDaniels are going to, you know, be a, a real good couple. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, I, I, I believe he's going to play, though, Joe. I just think he knows it's done in Green Bay. And, you know, where can he take his, you know, this act one more time? But uh, it was a little bizarre listening to it yesterday. Like, you know, like all of us kind of looked at this thing going, does it really require this to decide, you know, what to, what to do? Yeah. No, it, it, was, uh, it was a crazy one, as usual. Hey, Baldy, it's always great having you, man. I uh, appreciate Thanks, you Joe. coming on. Have a great trip at the Super Bowl. We'll see you soon. Okay, you got it, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thanks. That was the uh, Odyssey NFL insider, Brian Baldinger. Make sure you follow in the huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. We'll be right back.